Hey, and welcome to the Rank and File Teacher Voice, Episode 3. And I am officially a day late, and hopefully not a dollar short. Uh, I had a new door put in yesterday, and it's taken six months and $3,000, because I also got a screen put in. But, um, so yesterday, uh, when I normally would have been working on the podcast, I was in the basement with my dog doing laundry, and uh, I was um, binging on a rewatch of uh, The Wire season number two. And a lot of people find that to be the boring season. But because so much of it deals with union politics, I, I really like that particular season. And the union boss who eventually meets his demise, whose only concern was keeping his workers jobs and, and helping them out, I, I can't help but, you know, that one always hurts me because I, the, the deaths in that show, there's a lot of them, but the ones that are always the saddest are the ones of the people who are actually trying to do good as opposed to, you know, maybe they've reformed, maybe they want to make amends, whatever. Those are always the saddest, saddest deaths. And um, so made me think a lot about union stuff. There isn't all that much going on this week, despite the school board meeting and the uh, announcement that all, you know, teachers are, are going to have to, you know, be vaccinated. Um, I'm still not quite sure all the details on that, so I don't want to say anything that's not quite true. Um, obviously, if they are going to mandate vaccines, they're going to have to find a way to make it possible for people to get them. Um, that, that seems to be something that has to go hand in hand. So, um, I'm going to talk, uh, first off, Joe Biden, I voted for him. I enthusiastically voted for him, not because I liked Joe Biden, but because I thought Donald Trump was that dangerous to our country. And, um, I'm not really going to get into national politics too much, but I just wanted to say I voted for Joe Biden knowing that he was extremely flawed. He came to speak to um, the American Federation of Teachers Convention when it was in Detroit. And guess what local was the one that chose to pick at him? Can you say Chicago? That's right. And uh, we did it for, for some pretty good reasons. You know, the Obama administration was no real friend to education. Um, the race to the top closed a bunch of schools, opened more charters, more high-stakes testing, all those things that we don't particularly like. But <clears throat> on the campaign trail, Biden swore things would be different. He he said right flat out, it's on, on tape, that he was going to end standardized testing from day one when he took office. They just announced this past week, we're going to still be doing standardized testing this year, even with covid and every school district is doing something different so some of them will just give it online and let the kids take it at home with other resources in front of them some will be you know in, in a lockdown situation some will be in a fairly normal classroom it's not the worst thing a president has ever done for education not by a long shot but I voted for Biden knowing that I was going to have to keep an eye on him and, and that I would not agree with a lot of what he was doing. There's great having that honeymoon, but honestly, 
we need to keep we need to keep his feet to the fire. Teachers have to, and I don't expect our leadership to do it because nothing worse than union leadership that has their eyes on a bigger political prize. And I really think Randy Weingarten would love to leave the AFT to move up someplace. Um, you know, if you don't, if you if you're trying to play games for your own future, you're not really doing a great job of representing your members. Okay. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about that happened this week is the talk that came out of the, uh, school board meeting, uh, especially because, uh, Miguel Duvalier, who I once voted for, for mayor, was very adamant that he wanted the high schoolers back as soon as possible. It feels like it just hit Facebook that CPS wants everybody in CTU back by fourth quarter. If you're immunocompromised, if you have some physical ailment that does not match very well with COVID, you're going to get vaccinated. If you're teaching high school, high school will come back. If you're teaching any other grade, they're already coming back. They want every single teacher there. And I don't know how this is a surprise to people. When we gave them our agreement on that deal... Who's left to fight for the high schoolers? You, you really expect the uh, 20,000 teachers who are already going in to say, yeah, let's let's strike for those 6,000 who want to stay out. It's not going to happen. Um, CPS did a masterful job of dividing and conquering us. And um, now we're going to pay the price for it. So uh, I expect fourth quarter to be on site. Now... My sister teaches in the suburbs, and she got a call today from her school district, and so she stopped what she was doing immediately to listen, thinking it might be something important. And what it was, was actually the, the head of the school district calling because parents have been sending their kids to school sick, parents have been sending their kids to school while someone in the house is waiting for COVID results. All the sorts of things you're not supposed to do. I have no doubt that some suburban parents are more selfish than CPS parents. And I bet this is more prevalent there. But I also have no doubt that CPS parents will do the same thing. Kind of ironic that my sister is in a pretty well-to-do suburb where they're doing it. As opposed to, you know, CPS... Sometimes it feels they're more selfish, but I guarantee we will be having students sent to school with COVID as just, nah, it's just the sniffles. Or, you know, just because mom and dad and aunt and uncle and brother and sister and father, I mean, and grandfather and grandmother have COVID, it doesn't mean Junior does. So, yeah, that's, that's something to look forward to while you're trying to teach people at home and in school simultaneously. I really do think CPS is kind of be in for a disappointment, though, when not as many people go back as they think will go back. Um, I think people will realize pretty quickly that they're really not getting a better education at home. And if they don't need the child care, I think you're going to start seeing a lot of parents sending their, or not sending their kids to CPS. All right. And then the final thing 
I was very overjoyed. I've been, you know, a little bit frustrated with the the CTU members only uh, Facebook group, and um, the whole reason that group existed was because of rank and file member activism during the last strike. It was kind of put in place to stifle the fair contract now. Facebook group. And it, it worked very well. It kind of became the official CTU Facebook group. And, um, you know, a lot of people like myself have been a little irritated by the amount of um, censorship. But for the most part, it's, it's gained the audience that CTU Fair Contract Now did. Well, I was excited to see, because I was actually going to post there this week, that CTU Fair Contract Now is back and open for business once again. It's called the CTU Rank and File Forum. And um, it, it's an attempt to make a place where regular everyday teachers and other people who work in the schools, other educators can let their voices be heard. If you are interested in joining the Facebook group, it's hashtag CTU Fair Contract Now. It was set up during the 2019 strike, or the contract fight, I should say. It predates the strike. And uh, I think it's more needed now than ever. It's a special place in terms that the Focus is totally on rank and file because, you know, sometimes that leadership can just kind of stifle conversation, even unintentionally. So I'm glad to see it. Um, not a whole lot of really horrible news this week. Not a whole lot of, of great news this week. But I did feel like yesterday was the beginning of us moving towards spring, and that that's a good thing. I can see the end in, in sight. I hope you're... you're, you're enduring i hope it's not too bad um don't forget you know no matter what uh those students they still need you and and some of them even love you and uh the city yeah i, I sometimes feel they can all just go to hell but i don't want to let the bastards win either so um do this job because it needs to be done, because you're compensated for it, because there are children who will be forever touched and improved by what you do, but then find time for yourself. Uh, we, we glorify martyr teachers, and that's not right. Put in a full day's work, work your butt off, but then take time for yourself and your loved ones. And... Summer will be here before you know it. So, have a wonderful week. I will try and be back next time on Saturday. And thanks for listening.